So it's like, yeah, yeah, these things are there, but it's almost like just let it serve, like let the disappointment serve as just a, you know, a nudge that. And it's like, it shouldn't be, you know what I mean? It's like, let me not get married to the disappointment. Let me just accept it as, oh, wait, this is a nudge. To say, wait, something needs to be calibrated. And let me accept it as a nudge. But let me not tie myself to it. And then let it strangle and suffocate me now. And begin to almost suck up any any remaining energy to even walk towards, you know, the next level of change. Hey, this is Eddie. Uh, this is Ntebo. And I want to welcome you to... Defying Self Podcast. Awesome. All right. Well, listen, guys, we have a pretty good one uh, today in terms of learning to deal with personal disappointment. So mm-hmm. let's just let... Uh, I'll just let you go ahead and take it. Hello, everybody. <laughs> um, all right. So today we are going to be talking about dealing with personal disappointment. You know, so we're wading through like options of what would be meaningful that we can talk about. And Eddie came up with this and it re- it really resonated with us because as long as you're human, I think we can all relate to um, having encountered some personal disappointment. Uh, and, and so we just thought it would just be such a great conversation to just begin to walk through what that looks like and how we can begin in a more meaningful, productive way, walk ourselves through the disappointments that we may have experienced. Um, and, you know, and the ones that, you know, maybe down the road, because it, this is life, right? It's ever evolving. So, um, you know, disappointments are, you know, part of life. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, and and, and I think that, um, uh, you know, so often... You know, disappointment is one of those things that you you just kind of walk through. They happen, mm-hmm. uh, but but as a human, as an adult, you just learn to kind of bury it, you know, and and just pile it on. And and so often, it comes back up in the form of like just feeling shame, feeling guilt, mm-hmm. feeling heavy. Yeah. You know, um, yes. uh, obviously amplifying our insecurity in mm-hmm. one way or the other. You know, whatever issues we're struggling with so i think it's it's a good thing to place what to do with our personal disappointments yeah you know uh to to identify them and to know kind of okay well what you know how how do we navigate that so that it doesn't resurface in a way that actually causes more pain Mm -hmm. right yeah. So should we start with what are we talking about when you're talking about disappointment? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's kind of like obvious if you well, speak I, you know, English. It, it is obvious. <laughs> I think one of the things that but might be interesting yeah. is to even like, well, what does it mean for your personal life? Like what what does it look like for you? You know? Yeah. Well, so here's a fresh example. So last night I was mentioning to you how, um, you know, now I'm home with the kids, with the with the boys, uh, full time, and we are homeschooling. But the challenge is, given the different ages and stages of growth, it is a bit of a juggling act to figure out how, especially during the weekdays 
we you know how I split time to teach the older boys but then make sure that I am still spending time with the youngest I haven't cracked it but yesterday I just felt so disappointed in myself at the fact that I felt like I'm just neglecting the youngest kid um, neglecting since I just felt like given that I'm doing school during the day I just was so disappointed that I I'm not giving him the kind of time that I or the kind of attention you know, we are around each other, but it's a, it's an attention thing now where I feel like I'm having to grapple with, you know, telling, you know, trying to get get that, you know, the grade one um, child through his work. And it is challenging because, you know, he focuses for a time, you know, it's getting better, but he focuses for a time and then he, you know. He, he loses attention uh, and I have to constantly like encourage him and drive him so that we can finish. And unfortunately, time just flies by. Sure. And of course, the youngest one would be sleeping at some point, but it's just that school and trying to rally the two is just so consuming sometimes to get through that I look at it and I'm like, man, I just I didn't spend the kind of time I wanted to spend in the morning before he went down to his nap. I didn't spend the time of t- kind of time I wanted to spend with him. And for me, that's just like a source of frustration, a sense of source of disappointment, t- disappointment in myself uh, because I want to do better. My expectation, um, you know, with regards to, you know, how that time needs to look like, I didn't meet those. So I just, you know, was suffering from like just a sense of disappointment yeah. um, in that. So that's like the freshest memory for me. I hear that. Of, and I get know, that. Moment. Yeah. I mean, that that little one is his brightest in the morning. I mean, he's like, <laughs> yeah, he's the freshest that he's going to be the entire day. <laughs> so missing out on that um, uh, makes sense. And I think uh, I, I, I get that. I think I, I definitely align with that. Um, uh, because, you know, I'll say that, look, we all had this experience, especially last year, we all working from home at some point. And I got to say what happens when you're at home um, is and, and you're looking at work is just it. Everything just feels you just feel like you're not doing enough. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it, it's like, well, I just dude, I just took a break and walked outside and I had a coffee and it's like, am I actually getting anything done? Mm-hmm. You know, and so your your days broken up into these sections. And of course, for me, what personal disappointment looks like and, and what I struggle with daily is, well, did I get my goals done today? Like, mm-hmm. am I actually getting work done? So today I was sitting down, um, you know, after a meeting, I just came in and just sat down on the couch. My wife, you know, uh, just came back in a, co- you know, behind me in a covering way. She's like, are you okay? And I'm just like, man, I don't feel like I'm getting anything done. I just had a series of meetings for, you know, and that was for my first job. But then I have a whole bunch of sessions for my other job. And my third job is suffering. (laughs) Yeah, no, because, you know, besides, you know, working, um, uh, you know, for Care Portal, which is a nonprofit organization uh, during the day. I also run my private practice in the evening and in the middle and squished in the middle of that is just developing content for YouTube, for articles and posts and my speaking events and writing and all these other pieces like mm-hmm. sprinkled in the middle. And, and you know, again, feeling disappointed and you know what? Yeah, I did great and the other things, but 
I wrote maybe a paragraph today, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, well, I feel, I feel let down. I feel yeah. like I've let myself down. Um, uh, but yeah, I think, you know, that's, that's at least the most recent experience for me, yeah. you know, on, on being disappointed. So I think so, so, so the key, uh, the common, the commonality between what you and I are saying is this issue of expectations. Sure. And honestly, I haven't thought about it. I don't know if there could be disappointment if there aren't expectations, but I would say for sure that there's often disappointment when there is expectations that are set in our minds towards something. And when our expectations are not met, that is when there's space for disappointment to happen. But if there's no expectation, I think, well, then I guess whatever happened doesn't happen is like a surprise. Well, it doesn't happen. doesn't matter perhaps but i think expectations are like the key yeah it is it is and and i guess it's also like how we manage and deal with expectation because it's not to say that we just delete expectations just have Mm -hmm. no expectations wake up and go with whatever the flow is just Mm -hmm. say yes to everything yeah um uh, that's well no that's not that's not it because uh, expectation is one word for it hope is also the other word for it you know it's it's you know hoping i.e something has not happened but i'm looking forward to x happening and hope is obviously a very good thing to have hope for things um so when the hope is not met that is when ex, you know a disappointment can settle in and you know the thing that i was thinking about is that disappointment is obviously not a bad emotion right and i think that's like important to note you know all it does show is that we are human just as much as sadness is not a bad emotion, disappointment is not a bad emotion. And I think for me, there's like that sense of there's a need to almost rescript sometimes how we receive some of the emotions that we experience, sure. right? To allow the process that needs to run because it's like a filter, right? Because I believe that with everything that happens, there's like a process of filtering that's happening inside of our heart. There's an opportunity sort of like for God to cleanse us of something so that we can become more mature, so that we can become lighter. So with these emotions, when they happen, the thing that I'm starting to learn or, you know, that I'm trying to embrace more and more is the fact that, yes, fine, we don't necessarily want to sit in them for so long that they begin to become counterproductive, but you want to assess them so that there could be something productive that comes out of it. So for me, with experiencing the sense of, man, I'm not happy that I'm not spending the kind of quality time that I want with this child. You know, that sense of, okay, let me embrace, let me actually just pray about it and, you know, and just see, you know, if there's other ways that our schedule and the flow of our morning can flex so that I can spend quality time, you know, with the youngest kid. Right. Uh, But I was like, I'm actually grateful that I did go through that disappointment because if not, then the option is something is wrong. But because there's no there's nothing that registers inside of like your emotional psyche, uh, then, well, then you could miss an opportunity to change something, you know. Because you know what I mean? Because like there's a registration that, wait, something is off. 
and I'm experiencing that something is off through this emotion called disappointment. And honestly, I'm not even sure. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm experiencing that. But in experiencing it is that, okay, wait, whoa, wait, you're right. This thing doesn't look right. You know, it's like there's a, there's an awareness that's happening. There's like a, an assessment of my environment or of my relational flow that happened. And then it was met with disappointment because I realized that, wait, something is not measuring up. But it was a good thing because then today it helped me to be a bit more mindful and a bit more aware of, okay, so where are the opportunities? What can we shift, you know? Uh, with the school kids to make sure that I can spend a little time with this child or even when we're outside playing just being a bit more mindful to make sure that um, you know I'm not consumed with sort of like one side of thing but I can give him the kind of time that needed and for me that was like a direct byproduct of just going through the sense of disappointment that man I don't I don't, I don't like the way things are you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. And I guess it I guess um in a certain way you're you're touching on this issue of um uh well, I, you know, it's it's condemnation. It's it's essentially, you know, this this idea of how we're holding on to those expectations and the space that we give we give it to define value to us. You know, uh so it's like well, the expectation doesn't happen. Well, I'm completely you know, a mess. I am this. Uh, and it starts to reflect on who you are as an individual. Um, and that if that consumes you, I have no space to think. I have no space to strategize, mm. to, to think outside okay. of this moment. Yes. I'm choked by the self-condemnation I'm feeling, you know. That flowed uh, out of the initial mm-hmm. emotions of disappointment. Because you're right. Because if the emotion doesn't sort of like be, get, it doesn't, we don't redirect it. Because there's always like a path you can choose. So mm-hmm. there's this emotion. So do you choose path A? Where it's, okay, let me reflect. Mm-hmm. Where does it come from? what are the opportunities for change improvement? You can mm-hmm. go down path A mm-hmm. or there's path B and I guess whatever other paths are there, but there's path B where you can continue to just, you know, drown mm. in this negative emotion and then now begin to even, as you say, self-condemn mm-hmm. and attack your identity. And that is obviously something that we want to be very watchful for. Yeah, 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 for sure. Uh, no doubt. Yeah. Um, and and so that, that that's that's the problem you know with personal where it goes um uh where where it goes and so uh ultimately ultimately you know like i said stuff piles up and it begins to show up in ways that's not as very damaging Mm -hmm. um uh so at every cost this this whole personal disappointment thing is worth being very intentional yeah and deliberate about mm-hmm. placing it somewhere yes. uh, and doing something with it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no doubt about that. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Well, you know, one of the things I want to make sure that we have covered is this, you know, and we're talking about it now uh, is, is why we disappointed. Yes. I mean, so we talked about expectations, mm-hmm. condemnation, you know, one of the things that we, that we started to talk about, yeah. I'd love to spend some time on is this issue of, of how it affects your identity. Yes.
obviously for for personal disappointment to continue to hang around um it has it, it can only gain access uh to hanging around if it's if if your identity and the way you perceive yourself, yourself. is as a disappointment yeah you know so so obviously um this we have to we have to look at and put light on well who are you yeah how do you see yourself yes. what informed that where did that yeah. come from mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah no i'm um, yeah absolutely i think that's a definitely a great point the so the question is why are you disappointed right, right. so it's so it's this this process of beginning to be very conscious um, when you do realize that you're experiencing that emotion and to very effortfully walk through it and to become a bit more self-aware, right? Rather than, as you say, sort of brushing it to the side uh, because it piles up, you know, it piles up. Maybe you didn't first think that you were a disappointment, you know, now, you, but but perhaps if we let it pile up, then all of these disappointments end up with me then looking at myself and saying, man, I'm such a disappointment. Right. So it's like, how do you begin to break the cycle? You know, if let's say you are even there. So question is, something happens. Why am I so disappointed? Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm disappointed because I expected this of myself and what it's 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 not good enough in the way that you just like mess that up. Uh, you expect this of yourself, man. That's just not. I'm not being a good mother. You know how could I have not? You know, <laughs> you know, figure this out. This out. You know, like the whole. You know, you whatever whatever it is. Um, and these things, I guess, I feel I almost feel like there's a bit of a spiral there, right? I don't even think that it's like it's one issue. I feel like once you start asking the question, you may realize that wait. There's like a whole spiral of issues um, and a sense of identity that, wait, I'm feeling this way because in my mind, a good mother should do uh, A, B, C, D. Right, right, and right, right, right. Wait, but I missed it. And great, you know, like I'm, I'm not I'm not a good mother, mm-hmm. or whatever the case is. Yeah. Um, you know, so there's like, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's two things there, right? Um, uh, one of the things that you definitely brought up, which is excellent, is this issue of roles, roles and norms. Uh, and, and it's almost as if, like, collectively, we all sat down and watched some Disney movie that told us this is Disney. what things should look like. You know, this is how it should roll. Um, and you know what happens is then we get married and that person's not you know your spouse is not a very wonderful prince charming yep. you know disappointment or or princess white i don't know what was that her last name white snow white snow i don't know but, but the issue and the challenge the challenge is that we all enter we all enter our day with a preset expect uh, uh, expectation of what norms mm-hmm. should be, you know what I should be like, you know what my kids should be like, yeah. what my spouse and the people and you know the day should roll like, mm-hmm. um, and those templates, yeah. those those mm-hmm. roles, um, man, they they betray us. Yeah, they weigh us down. They weigh us down because yeah. they're not they're not relevant to the constant evolution of people of time you know a space like we can't we can't live off of yesterday's grace you know it's like gotta gotta gain new sight each new day um uh, of who we are 
uh, and our relationships in the day. Yeah. And honestly, though, I don't think it's, I mean, I don't know if it's possible to live without expectations. I mean, I don't know. That's kind of right. No, no, no. Yeah, definitely. Like you said earlier, it's hope. Like, yeah, we need hope. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it'd be impossible to just say, well, just like be blank. I'm like, how is that even possible? It's like seeing somebody that just don't think, you know, don't blink. That's that's hard, right? Um, but I and I, I guess the thing now that we almost have to assess because we are human. And even before you realize it, you're, you're going to recognize the fact that, oh, wait, I have expectations. Sure. You know, it's just it's just like because for as long as you are alive, you see different people. Like never mind Disney. Like you are alive. You have you 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 grow up in a context. So you know. So take our kids for example. They're growing up in a certain context. So now they are already forming expectations of how things supposedly should look like you know so they have an expectation of oh wait well of course when you wake up in the morning you brush your teeth it's a small thing but suppose it goes somewhere where I don't know people wake up in the morning and they brush their teeth I don't know at three o'clock instead like that could be a bit jarring to their expectation of how things are done right so expectations are just I I feel like it's just part of like the construct of just being human because you always have a context and that's the thing that shapes your expectation Uh, the thing that I think that needs to happen is like given that you know well expectations are here with us to stay is perhaps how it's almost like being able to flex and being able to use wisdom so that just as much as you have expectations but they don't become the driver of like I guess a driver of you mm-hmm. you, know, you know what I mean as in you can recognize them for what they are but it's you know but whether they succeed or fail it's like do we have the ability to sort of like see past that and say oh okay well my expectations failed but to sort of like not settle there um, you know and sort of you know what I mean mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it's almost like I mean, okay. So here's here's a formula in my mind. Okay, this is how it's, this is how it's forming. First of all, we we need we need the expectation of of like hope. You know, we need to believe though we don't see evidence of it being fulfilled. Right. So so goals. Right. We we have to have a set of of where this is going. Um, we need to hold on very loosely to it. We can't allow the goal the mm-hmm. expectation to be the God yeah. that defines us, yep. right? Yep. That yep. that permeates our identity and who mm-hmm. we are. Um, and, and the way that we interact with it is flex. It's, it's flexibility mm-hmm. um, uh, to walk through the, the, the diverse changes that we're All walking goods, through. Yeah. Um, uh, and I think it, I think it requires uh, a level of curiosity as well. Mm-hmm. You know, like really questioning like, ah, what is that about? Yeah. Why? I, I'm disappointed. And myself, yes. why? You know, and and so to be able to sit back and say, nah, you know, Eddie, you're working, you're working a lot. Yeah, there's a lot on your plate, and and you have to let go of this piece. Yeah. You know, that is informed by your your mother saying that you're lazy. Mm-hmm. You know, when you were when you were 12, yeah, uh, and you feeling like you have something to prove now. Yeah. I, my curiosity can dig there yeah. and realize all that mm-hmm. is me trying to make up for something there that affected my identity. Yeah. You know, and is trying to make me affirm or live inside of the disappointment yeah. of myself. So, yeah, I mean, I feel like all these pieces are what 
is going to have to fit together mm. to help us navigate self um yeah yeah personal and i think sometimes so the other thing that comes to my mind is a sense that it, it'll be dangerous for us to think that the expectations is a measurement of truth mm. yeah you know, it's like the yardstick right 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 right, right. Because it sticks right uh and it's like wait but if it's not necessarily like the truth mm-hmm. why am i so stuck up on on it on the fact that I didn't tick this box. Sure. And I'm now so, you know what I mean? I'm like all right. twisted up. You know, because if, if that's the case, then, you know, like use the thing of like, is this your God, your expectation? Right. Or is it just something, is it like a marker perhaps? Yeah. Right. Because right. the other word that we spoke about was you and I were talking about is the sense of journey is so important. Mm. Right. So you realize that the expectation for sure, you know, there's nothing wrong with like hoping or blah, blah, blah. But, you know, so part of like the flexing is realizing that, well, while I hope uh-huh. that something is going to happen, there has to be a level of realizing, but that this is not necessarily the end or be all. Sure. You know, it could almost serve as a sense of a marker, you know, in my journey. And it's a good thing. So suppose, I don't know, I wake up and then I'm like, man, this year I'm going to set the expectations that I'm going to run a marathon. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know, by June. Mm -hmm. And then June comes around the corner and the only thing that I've managed to do is run a half marathon. I could sit there. I mean, it's a simple example, but, you know, mm-hmm. replace it with whatever. Mm-hmm. Perhaps you sit there you're like, man, I suck. Mm. You know, I was supposed to run a marathon and here I am and I've just run half a marathon. Sure. One, who says running a marathon is like the end all be all? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. You know, who says whatever, you know, is the end all of you. And of course, some things are important. So of course it is important that I am a good mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there also has to be a recognition that just as much as these things are important, it's also very important that there's a measure of grace and recognition that you are human. And what's most important than just fulfilling goals is the journey That's wonderful. forward. Yeah. Right. So fine, I didn't like run the marathon by June, but there has to be a sense of, oh, okay, well, fine. Maybe why did I not, you know, why was I not able to run the marathon? And quite frankly, it could be that it was really the wrong goal to have for June. Right, right, right. You know, right. And that has to be something that we kind of like realistically bring into the assessment mm-hmm. that. So even for me, like with the example, it's like, well, yeah, sure. Except that you've been doing this for like five months. Right. Sure. Right. It's a free. It's now it's the first time that you're with all your kids has been five months. So, hey, relax. Sure. This is part of learning. And the fact yeah. that you're disappointed, it is a good thing because what it does is that it just allows a calibration in the process mm-hmm. so that you can realize something about how things are flowing and then you can get wiser as you yeah. go ahead. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, yeah, these things are there, but it's almost like just let it serve. Like let the disappointment serve as just a, you know, a nudge mm-hmm. that... And it's like, it shouldn't be, you know what I mean? It's like, let me not get married to the disappointment. Let me just accept it as, oh, wait, this is a nudge. To say, wait, something needs to be calibrated. Mm-hmm. And let me accept it as a nudge, but let me not tie myself to it. Yeah. And then let it strangle and suffocate me now. Sure. And begin to almost suck up any any remaining energy to even walk towards yeah. you know, the next level of change. One of the more, one of the most powerful things um, that uh, uh, that our pastor, Doctor Woodruff, um, 
you know, has, has said, uh, it was, it was really transformational. Um, and the teaching he, he mentioned the sovereignty and the bigness and, and the mighty, you know, just like how grand God is, um, in the context of our human fragile mortal lives. Uh, and, and the idea that God can use our mistakes, you know, like he doesn't need us. He yeah. chooses to partner with us. Yeah. So even, you know, this idea that in the journey, God can use our mistakes to actually get his intention and his will to be done. You know, it's mm-hmm. not it's not a, a perfection dance. And obviously you you page through the book yeah. of the Bible and all it's, you see is completely imperfect people that were never the first ones. Yeah. They were always like the second choices, you know, the second children, the ones that weren't supposed to make babies. Yeah. You know, and, and it's always like this thing where it's like I can use that dysfunction. I can use the brokenness. I can use your darkness to get my will done. Yeah. So don't worry about this moment of disappointment like yeah. that i need that in the context of the journey yes and of course you need to mention i like that what you're saying it's not a perfection dance right and there's something with expectation and this obsession sometimes um to be perfect sure. or for life to be perfect yeah. right um and you, you could be like oh well no i wasn't really looking for perfection but in a sense it's like well wait maybe my obsession about disappointment is that yeah even that in itself is like seeking perfection that doesn't exist instead of accepting the fact that man i wanted this to happen it didn't happen okay that's okay let's drop it let's reassess uh maybe one the goal was too much too soon or two the goal was fine but wait what did i miss yeah. What are, are there opportunities for me to change, grow, uh, you know, maybe push this thing out further or maybe cut it in half, uh, you know, for something that's much, you know, um, manageable, chewable, given the extent, um, you know, of my life currently, um, you know, because it is there is a reality that we can be so unreasonable even in setting those expectations such that it, it becomes like an easy breeding ground for disappointment because chances are you're going to fail because you're just wanting too much sometimes. You know, like even today when I was saying, oh, well, babe, I think it, it sounds like, because you're saying, oh man, I haven't done like my job or whatever, but I'm like, wait, but it sounds like you are doing your job. It's just really, you are talking about this additional thing that you were hoping to do, mm-hmm. which is fine, which you couldn't fit because you were doing your job, right? So in your case, we could say, well, mm, maybe you were being too ambitious, you know, and you forgot really how many hours you had in the day and you just sort of like piled on what you could achieve. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to get those things done, but perhaps instead of wanting to get them done in a day, maybe you're going to have to spread it out over the week, you know, uh, because, and I think this is a part where grace is such an important thing because oftentimes we are disappointment and we find that we really like grace towards ourselves. ourselves. We are oh, very yeah. hard on ourselves. And some yeah. of us more, we are more prone to being very hard on ourselves than other people. Right. But grace is also such an important thing. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's powerful. Very powerful. Um, and I think, uh, <clears throat> obviously that just that statement is, uh, <clears throat> for me, um, I don't know. It, it just hits hard, you know, how little grace we have for ourselves. Yeah. Um, in, in a, you know, in a journey 
uh, we're dealing with a God that is showing nothing but grace, grace. Um, yep. towards us. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So, so sounds like, you know, kind of just need to slow down, slow down and walk the journey out. Yeah. You know, and, and, and again, the, the objective, the effort isn't the destination. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything, everything in this journey and this, in this like process is like, journey yeah you know walk through it process learn fall pick it up yeah keep going and thing that's key though is um you know we're talking about spiraling into a place where we begin to place the disappointment and we let that form as our identity and i think we can safely outrightly say that that's just like a straight up lie yeah. You know, that quite frankly, it doesn't even matter how many mistakes you make and how many times you get disappointed in yourself. You are not like a disappointment, you know, that like that right there is like a hole where, um, yeah, it's it's like a hole where, you, you know, it's like we should not let ourselves, you know, fall into that hole because that is a lie. And what it does is that it's just perpetuates something that's really just false. Um, and I feel like it just can become so suffocating because all you do is just like pile on. Um, uh, I guess what misses on yourself like you know disappointments on yourself and almost just take it make probably maybe even like make it even more difficult for you to claw out of that when we make the things and the achievements of the things be the end or be all and not instead like flip it and say well wait actually it's not really like the achievement of the goal that matters as much as the journeying towards yeah yeah. certain things like that really is like, and I feel like you know that's probably like underrated um, this whole point this whole aspect of journeying toward things but that's like really feels more of a healthier organic approach than this ultimate you either got the goal Mm-hmm. Or you didn't get the goal. Sure, sure. Right. There's right. just something so ruthless about that. Yeah. So lacking of grace mm-hmm. with that. You know, and one of the examples that I love that I also heard of church church is this thing of so disappointment can thrive in an environment where suppose, you know, you're one of those people before COVID, you know, where church starts at eight and somehow you get there at eight thirty. Mm-hmm. And but you've been wishing, it's like, man, I want to make it to church at like eight thirty, or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, sorry, at eight, and then I keep making it eight thirty, mm-hmm. right? So there's sort of like this absolute thing that births just like disappointment is that you suck, you did not again for the tenth time, you're not there at eight. Mm-hmm. And then what it does is just perpetuates feelings of I suck, um, I just I just suck, I'm a sure. disappointment, right. right? There's no grace there. That's yeah. just like a very ruthless, like, you know, environment, mm-hmm. you know, versus the sense of journey, which mm. is, I need to be on time for this meeting, whatever. At eight o'clock is what I'm working towards. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's, it's a progression. So fine. Um, I used to get that 830. This week I like worked really hard to do whatever. And then, oh my goodness, look at that. I made it 820. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just being able to look at the fact that man, I shaved off ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Like that does the, it begins to do the opposite. Mm-hmm. In a way, it becomes an encouragement because now we're focusing on the journey. And then the next week or whatever, you try and you shave off another five minutes and you shave off more time. Mm-hmm. You shave off more time, and before you know it, instead of getting that eight thirty, you're getting that eight o five. 
Right. I'm like the you know what I mean? It's like yeah. what it does to you to recognize that the journey you are making right towards eight o'clock. Yeah. You know, really is so uplifting. There's like grace there where you can begin to celebrate the journey. Right. And where you can begin to sort of like uh, you know, encourage yourself to make small incremental changes yeah. versus setting just this ruthlessly high standard where it's like, oh, you suck. Mm-hmm. You only got there at eight oh five. It was supposed to be eight o'clock. Sure. For forgetting the fact that wait, but I used to get here at eight thirty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for me it's like it's that place of grace mm-hmm. where you know that's way that's life giving correct and there's there's actual there's gold in the journey you know it's it's the process and that that hard effort of of decreasing from 8:30 to 8:05 where at some point when when you're transitioning to that 8:15 you realize that you know there, there's I I always feel like I deserve to go buy Dunkin Donuts and get and get a coffee. Mm-hmm. And you know what? This is the day I realized, no, I'm going to push myself back yeah. and I'm going to show up to this thing on time. But that was like a bit of gold. You bring that piece of gold in other parts of your life, mm. you know, and, and so you're extracting like like wonderful life-giving principles from the journey not from the arrival of i now make it to eight o'clock you know it's it's the it's who you are what you've amassed in terms of experience and and learnings Mm -hmm. from the journey to make it yeah you know that you can also apply and i think i think that's an important principle generally what you're saying Mm -hmm. this idea of of not looking at ourselves in the context of the goal but looking and paying attention to the journey yeah. you know it's like ba- yeah. it's, it's it's backward sight mm-hmm. for forward, for forward strength, strength yeah. yeah yeah and i think that's that's the key thing that mm. we're looking at um and comparing ourselves to a previous version of ourselves yes. as opposed to compare yes, like comparing like it to, to our expected future. man that's i like that yeah i think that right there is like that's an important statement it is now comparing yeah. yourself to your previous version and even and, and not even a sense of or making excuses or whatever because I'm like I feel like it could be twisted around but I think in the sense of like measuring the fact that hey give yourself grace you are making progress back five months ago you were doing you were there Uh look at yourself today right and not even just saying that to say settle here but to say hey guess what keep going you are getting better. You're doing the right thing, right? Because that's what it does. It gives you strength to say, well, okay, we need to get there. But, um, and I've seen how much I'm, how well I'm doing. So I'm just going to keep yeah. going. I, I like that. You know, can I, I just want to, uh, tell a story about you. Oh, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> It's a story about you, right? So, <laughs> so it has been, obviously, as you mentioned, with the homeschooling, uh, it's no joke. Uh, it's just hard work uh, with these kids. And so, uh, one of the things we've been paying attention to is my oldest, the first grader. He's he writes a story every day, uh, which is which is a part of of what we do. Um, his f- guys, like his first stories when we started five months ago, were these disjointed 
like sentences that he started one thing and the end of it it's like there's always a monster and he was running from a monster so so anyways until we recently did a, like a writing clinic <laughs> with him like this this like hey i'm going to teach you how to pay attention to the sounds the sights like you're gonna you're gonna so he wrote a story um what was it yesterday yeah um and so today he rewrote the story on his own with uh, all of... Well, he read another story. So we did a story. He did a story. Okay. And then we walked through that story and then, you know, walked through the exercise of, okay, so if we're paying attention to other elements, how does this original story basically morph and become sure. better? Sure. Right. And then today now he had another guys, story too, right? Guys, my boy wrote like uh, a Nobel <laughs> level... <laughs> Like art, I mean, this little this little six year old wrote like I want to read the next chapter. Uh, We'll post. Let's post that story. Let's post it on the website. Um, But but no, it's just this is a fantastic example of um, you know, like you have no idea. You had no idea why you're sitting there teaching him this. You know that he would have produced. At, you know mm. that after those lessons um but you you just you did it you sat down you grit your teeth um and i think the beautiful thing uh is it is it just that he wrote such a great story today um but it was if you look at the, who, the versions the of himself before and think about the backdrop of your frustration and agony of having these stories, you know, being pushed out. Um, it's just like, wow, this is mm. beautiful. This, like I mean, that. it's, you should show yourself grace because yeah. you're doing something. Yeah. It's actually moving the needle, even though it's like one step, one baby step at a time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yep. So. No, I, I do like that. I do like the, the backward look for forward strength. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah yeah okay all right so there it is uh how you deal and walk through personal disappointment Disappointment. yeah and actually i'd be interested to hear um you know from the listeners to just share some of your tips for how you have dealt with personal disappointment like what are some of the things that you do to like help yourself not get stuck but then that's really like the big thing do you get stuck or is there a way to healthily move forward um or do you just sort of like if you shut down and just sort of like added in the dump of personal disappointments that are really unresolved then for me that's like a version of being stuck but i think that it's like how do people healthily move and even begin to see that oh you know initially when i saw that was a disappointment but actually that was very good because i began to see x happen um you know i derived this learning from that experience you know because then those things are like positive and they're not things that we hold ourselves against to sort of like let those things define us so i'd be able i'd be um curious i'd love to hear how other people um you know deal with personal disappointment yeah yeah that would be great yeah yeah all right y'all well we'll catch you all can't wait uh, well we'll read those comments definitely yes. look forward to, to reading that and yeah we'll be catching you guys on the next one all right thanks for listening Hey, once again, we're looking forward to 
reading some of your thoughts and comments uh once guys we just thank you for being a part of this um listening in uh we enjoy making them as much as we hope you enjoy listening we'll see you on the next one